0: What's up, Geeks? It's uh, Bruner 1.0, and it's been a minute, but uh, wrestling is actually still happening, believe it or not, since the Royal Rumble, and I thought it would be a great opportunity to once again talk to my man, Liggy Smalls, about uh, the state of wrestling. What's going on, man? Hey, man. How's everybody doing? Uh, well, everybody's doing great, because I'm the Good. only one who can hear you.
1: Well, you know what? I want <laughs> everyone out there in the universe, the geeky-verse, to know that I care about how they're doing. I don't you care know about I, just, it I feel for them. I know. I've heard the way you talk about your yeah you know, co-workers. <laughs> uh, <so.
0: laughs> I, I mean, I don't get to see them face to face that often. So <laughs> yeah. I just, yeah, it's a lot
1: easier for you, isn't right,
0: it Right? I just run my mouth. I'm a keyboard warrior against everyone in the Geekiverse. And then when I meet mm. them, I'm happy to see them. It's cool. Uh, yeah. So you and I were talking before we hit the hit the mics here. Uh, the Royal Rumble, was pretty fantastic, and humble brag, I got both picks right. Eh, sorry. Sorry, not sorry.
1: I'm amazing. No, agreed. It, want, was a, it was a great pay-per-view. I, I didn't think there was a bad match on the card um, across, and I, I will tip my hat to you, Bruner, for getting the Shinsuke Nakamura pick right. Uh, watching him in that rumble has kind of turned me around on him. I was very happy to see that win.
0: They they booked
1: him correctly in that rumble. They match. did, and if you look at everybody else who was in it, who, nobody really needed it more than Shinsuke. No, because Bal- Balor has his club to back him up. Should he become a contender for the world title, Cena is Cena, Reigns is Reigns. There's nobody else that they really need to push.
0: Uh, no, I mean they could have pushed Strowman, but like at that point, what?
1: Yeah, even Strowman he's he's already pretty well established as a as a main event talent, only because of his size and strength and he had a solid match with Lesnar and Kane it was quick it was not um, anything technically sound but man they were throwing potatoes at each other
0: Not yeah, Brock legitimately smashed him inside the head that was pretty good uh,
1: no, I was actually I was actually watching that match. You know how I, I work with Victory One Wrestling? Yes. Uh, Victory One Wrestling on Facebook, Victory Dash One Wrestling on YouTube. Seamless. And Seamless. I I right? didn't even know that he did it. I love it. That's perfect. That's perfect. Uh, I was watching with a couple of established wrestlers from that organization. Uh, when Strowman hit the knee, Blackjack Phoenix, who's one of the guys who is running it, said, oh man, he's getting a receipt for that. And sure enough, not five seconds later, one haymaker to the side of the head for Strowman.
0: I I have watched that again and again, and I, I've heard both sides of the story. One, that uh, Lesnar simply didn't move his head as he was supposed to, so it's Lesnar's fault. And then I've heard that Strowman was going too fast, and it's his fault, so I, whatever. I mean, it, it, in all the backstage interviews, or behind-the-scenes interviews, mm-hmm. I should say, uh, it seems to not be a big deal to Strowman, like he admits... It was on both ends, and he probably deserved <laughs> what he got in retribution. So, uh, yeah, I, it was a solid match. Strowman, Strowman worries me, man. I feel like if they don't give him something huge soon, uh, he might be wasted, like Big Show status. <laughs> uh, so I'm hoping. I don't think he's gonna go to Mania and face for the title. So, it might, agreed. It might be too little, too late for Strowman. I don't know. We'll see. He's gonna face Triple H at Mania, right? Like we know that that's gonna happen.
1: If it sets up from Survivor Series, I would I would bet that is the case, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to see that, to be honest.
0: I don't care. It's one of those matches like when Seth Rollins faced Triple H, I just didn't care. It didn't do anything yeah.
1: for me. Yeah, Triple H just kind of has his set match at wrestlemania every year it's not anything anybody's really looking forward to with the exception of 2014 when it was triple h and daniel bryan yes because that that was i mean that was a year of planning to go into that match so that makes sense but anything after that triple h sting
0: No. Yeah. i mean it
1: was it was interesting but nobody was clamoring for that match they were more hoping for Sting and Undertaker, I, I would guess.
0: Yes, <laughs> I, I know. I was. It, it felt really forced that they were just putting Triple H against him. It's like uh, you're not, you don't matter anymore. I hate to say it, but like Triple mm-hmm. H, I'm sorry, your time is up. Yeah, uh,
1: and he's doing wonderful stuff behind the scenes with the, you know the UK Championship and that division, with 205 Live, building up NXT, building up the women's division. He has proven himself to be a commodity in the backstage area. And I think if he just focuses all his attention there and stops trying to take some spotlight for himself, he will definitely uh, be some good things for WWE moving forward.
0: And as you said, the women's division has been built up immensely uh, so much so that they're going to make history Sunday in the elimination chamber and they're going to have their own elimination chamber match for the
1: raw women's championship making history. Again, this will be the fifth championship that has been defended or decided within a uh, an elimination chamber after the world heavyweight championship, WWE championship, the tag team championship, and way back in two thousand six, that atrocious elimination chamber for the ECW championship. Uh,
0: there was also the intercontinental championship, and
1: the intercontinental championship. I forgot one. You're right.
0: Yep, because uh, Daniel Bryan handed off the ra- the uh, the I was gonna say the reigns. That's not what I was looking for. He handed off the title to Ryback after Ryback won. I remember that pretty uh right pretty. What's the? I can't say words. I need coffee. I was gonna say <laughs> feverishly, and that's not what I want. Pretty, I whatever. He, he did it. So as we go, he, he to, gave him the nod, saying, back deserves it." Thank you. This is why you're. Good. I got you. I did
1: forget about the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah. Right. Uh,
0: so uh, as as we go towards Sunday, we're gonna break down the card, uh, kind of quickly, kind of not quickly. I don't know. We're, there's only four announced matches. Uh, mm-hmm. I I think there will be a tag team match for the uh, Raw titles. The rumor is it's going to be Cesaro and Sheamus, obviously, as the champs versus Titus Worldwide. Uh, I don't think they give the titles to Titus Worldwide yet, or if ever. I don't know. Maybe they do. They've done weirder things.
1: Now, I don't know if you've seen this, but there's a little bit of dissension within Titus Worldwide. If you watch the Mixed Match match Challenge. I refuse. No. Well, I mean, that's your loss, because it is a very interesting concept. The Nia Jax was teaming with Apollo Cruz, and I cannot recall if it was before or after a match, but Nia Jax sort of got in the face of Titus and Dana Brooke, and then Apollo kind of did the school bully duck behind him, and Nia pushed Titus over uh, before some, giving the Simone drop to Dana. Oh. So they, they might not be on the same page anymore.
0: Hmm. Very interesting. I did not know that. I I refuse yeah. to watch the mix Max mixed match challenge tongue twister uh, because I, there's just too much wrestling, and it it annoys me that they're doing it.
1: It it is a lot. If you are a dedicated WWE fan, there's so much to keep track of that it's completely understandable if you if you miss something. And I, I, uh, for example, I did not watch any of the Mae Young Classic because I was I just couldn't put in that kind of time to watch Raw SmackDown, and all of all of them a young classic.
0: Yeah, I, I had to go back and watch it in retrospect, which kind of sucked mm-hmm. because I do keep up on 205 Live as much as possible. Haven't mm-hmm. since the Rumble. Thanks, work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do keep up on NXT uh, mm-hmm. every week. Haven't been able to since the Rumble. Thanks work. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I've caught up on SmackDown and Raw and I haven't been able to watch NXT or 205 Live like I normally do. And I just don't have time for the mixed match challenge. So it annoys me that they're trying to shove more stuff down my throat. And I refuse. Yeah. There's my little rant. <laughs> so Rant over. Good job. Yeah, right, thank you. Good rant. <laughs> so I don't know if the tag team match will happen, but I'm going to assume it does. And I'm mm-hmm. going to assume that Cesaro
1: and Sheamus keep their titles. Yeah, I'm in line. If if that tag match happens, no matter who they face, I would assume that Cesaro and Sheamus keep the titles. Right. Uh,
0: so then we've got Woken Matt Hardy versus Bray Wyatt. Uh, I I don't know what to think about this feud at all. I mean, they've already had legitimate matches. They did it for the Raw twenty fifth anniversary, um, and I, I uh I woke Matt Hardy, another guy who I was real excited when he kind of finally broke out and did his thing, and now it's just like, you're you're a, you're a gimmick. They've ruined you already. You're just a gimmick character. So I'm kind of sad.
1: Well, this whole rivalry, I, f- I feel like they've kind of plotted along without really getting anywhere i don't know where they're going with this and if this is just another regular singles match yeah what's the point we've seen it they had a moment in the royal rumble where they worked together to eliminate rusev and perform some double team moves on cn almas before eliminating each other and i don't know i can't see where it's going but just to have another singles match after that it i don't know not something I'm, i'm excited for
0: yeah, as you mentioned there, the how they came together for the Rumble briefly, th- that would be a great story right there if they were actually tagged, kind of like the Wyatt family back with Horton, but uh, these two enemies become friends and come mm-hmm. together and become a tag team, and then Jeff Hardy comes back and tries to reclaim his throne as brother Nero. Boom, I just wrote the storyline. You're welcome.
1: That's great, and uh, you could even set that up at the Elimination Chamber with the bar coming in and attacking both men Leading to Kurt Angle coming out, making it a tag team title match, and Wyatt and Hardy winning the titles at the Elimination Chamber event.
0: I, I'm gonna quit my job and just go right for WWE because that that was perfect. That like that's a great storyline. Why don't you do that, WWE? Make sense of this woken Matt Hardy character to some extent.
1: When he was right, in... and they oh, go ahead. They did yeah, sorry, they did something similar with that with Matt Hardy back in uh, I can't remember, two thousand and eight, I believe. Two thousand seven, two thousand eight when he and MVP, Montel, Vontavious Porter, were also the tag team champions.
0: I was going to say, we've seen this countless times with enemies. Uh, Mm -hmm. Cesaro and Jameis were enemies (laughs) until Mm -hmm. Mick Foley put them together. Uh, Chris Benoit and Kurt Angle, they were enemies, and then Mm -hmm. they became tag champs. Uh, Steve
1: Austin and Dude Love.
0: There you go. Yeah, I mean, it happens a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. Even Triple H and Stone Cold, when they were the the two-man power trip, I believe. The the two-man power
1: trip, yeah. Yeah.
0: So I mean, uh, it's an easy concept to put together in wrestling, and they just uh, instead we get these singles matches that don't mean anything, and it's got a lot of weird laughing. <laughs> like that's all these that's all these matches do for me. It's, there's a lot of weird. But laughing. the
1: laughing's entertaining. Oh, I love you it. You have to admit, at least that when they cut back and forth between the laughing, you laugh a little yourself, thinking oh. how ridiculous this is.
0: It, exactly, but it, I don't want it to get to the point where it's nothing but ridiculousness. If that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And that's because I've been watching old WrestleManias, uh, and I've seen some of the stupid gimmicks that are strictly gimmicks, like Al Snow and Head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's <laughs> I don't want Woken, Matt Hardy, or Bray Wyatt for that matter. I love Bray Wyatt's character. I don't want them to be wasted as strictly gimmicks. And I feel like that's kind of where mm-hmm. we're going, strictly because every other every other wrestler in like the main event has a set plan, and they're taken mm-hmm. seriously. So. This is like their throwaway gimmick match and I hate it. Yeah.
1: They've, hate done it. An, they've done they've done an incredible disservice to Bray Wyatt, especially at WrestleMania. He has not won a match there. Oh, ever. He, he He's completely defeated within within WrestleMania. So it, whatever he does this year, assuming he is on the card in some capacity, he needs to have a win in order to make himself legitimate otherwise he's going to keep falling down the card.
0: Uh just think he was the WWE champion at WrestleMania He was. He was. Year. He's
1: one of only a few uh, to enter one Elimination Chamber and win one Elimination Chamber. He's, there aren't many who have done that, but he's he's one of them. Yeah. Uh,
0: that's so sad. All right. So who you got? <laughs>
1: <clears throat> Sorry. For this one? Yeah. <laughs> I, I would hope it's Bray Wyatt. Matt Hardy is established enough that even a win doesn't really help him at this point. Um, but my my guess is it is going to be Matt only because Wyatt won the 25th anniversary. They will have Hardy take this one, and there'll be a rubber match down the road.
0: Yeah, i I can see, I can see both ways. Sadly, I I would mm-hmm. like to see Bray Wyatt win and like Matt Hardy go more crazy. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. like just go full out woken. I mean, he kind of is, but at the same time, when he was. In TNA, he was doing his whole expedition of gold and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. I, I think just let him lose and let him get more chaotic, and then you know really unleash when him and Jeff can get together. Uh, otherwise, I think you're just you, once again, like you said, it's plotting along. That was a great way to describe it. It's just plotting along, and I don't know where it's mm-hmm. gonna go. Eh, meh, I'm not excited at all to be honest. <laughs> <Nah>, meh, either. <laughs> all right, Oscar uh, versus Nia Jax. If Jax wins. She gets added to the WrestleMania match at uh, for the title that Oscar determines she, she's going to be in. I guess they've determined it's going to be the Raw title at this point, but I'm I, whatever. Um, so, Oscar mm-hmm. versus Nia Jax. Nia Jax gets Nia Jax gets a title match, or Oscar lose hers, her her uh, her single streak win. What do you think happens?
1: Which Which do you think happens? Oh, yeah.
0: come on. Okay, you just turn it around. Uh, I don't think I don't no, think Nia no. Jax can
1: win. I'm... There's there's no way. If she does, it's some underhanded disqualification victory that puts her in the match. But even, even then, uh, I, I would like to see Asuka win this because you don't ruin that undefeated streak at a secondary pay per view. You you wait for WrestleMania or after to do that.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, I the only way I could see it is if they do like a count out and then they could say, Well, not or er, Asuka's never been pinned.
1: Right, yeah, that's that's what they've been saying. She has not been pinned or submitted since she joined the WWE.
0: Right, so you could easily have like, you could have more people get involved and pull Oscar aside and not let her get back in the ring. You could have her go through the barrier. Nia Jax did that at Mania, I believe, where she just like mm-hmm. busted through that thing.
1: Um, mm-hmm. You could have... do a double countout where everything's still up in the air and Angle decides to add Jax anyway.
0: Yeah, that that'd even be better storytelling. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't think Oscar loses clean if she loses at all, uh, and I, I she still hasn't determined who she's facing, so she could just turn this around and face like Charlotte at Mania.
1: It all seems to be pointing that she's going to be facing uh, Alexa Bliss. I right. my my assumption based on how everything has been transpiring is that Ronda Rousey will go after Charlotte, and Alexa Bliss will take Oscar. Uh, they may add Nia Jax to make it a triple threat just to make it a little bit different. Uh, But again, if they do, it's going to be some crooked way that Nia Jax weasels her way in, and it's not going to be a clean victory over Asuka at the Elimination Chamber.
0: So so you mentioned Rousey there. My question is, if she's going to face Charlotte... How? <laughs> because how? She's, she's signing... Well, she's storyline-wise, and I know it's wrestling and you never need to have a true storyline, but she's yeah. signing her raw contract at the Elimination Chamber, which will take like an hour at least. Uh, I don't understand how they weave their way into that storyline where she faces Charlotte. Because Angle uh, said pretty clearly she's going to sign her raw women's contract or whatever. Um, so I... <laughs> I, I I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me.
1: The Raw Women's contract that does not sound familiar. If I will be honest with you, oh, okay. I do not recall them saying that it's specifically going to be Raw. But if it is, then it's likely going to be a Fatal Four Way because there is no way Rousey can carry a match on her own.
0: No, I she's been training. even with
1: somebody as established as Charlotte or Alexa Bliss or Bailey or Sasha Banks. You need somebody else in there to help her out. So, you know, get a triple threat, fatal four away, something along those lines.
0: Right. I, yeah, she's been training with like Peyton Royce and Billy Kay and NXT right now, but I, you don't have enough time to get ready for that kind of match. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how, I don't know how they just transition. It might've been Kurt Angle saying that, just like, you know, absentmindedly, because mm-hmm. his, his promos are rough sometimes. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. It was very confusing. I was like, all right, well, she's, clearly headed for raw then how is she going to face charlotte because that's you know the four horsewomen that's the storyline they've got to tell i would imagine um so i uh, i don't know it's all very confusing i don't get the women's uh the women's storylines at all right now (laughs) they're all they're all freaking me out
1: yeah not really and you know they have this women's elimination chamber which we're going to get to of course but with, with the women's elimination chamber There doesn't seem to be any storyline reason for it besides we're making history and it's going to be the first one ever. Yes. They did a great job of that with the Royal Rumble. With the Women's Rumble, they had plenty of surprise entrants, either because they just have a depleted women's roster or because they wanted to bring in as many legends as possible to share in that moment. Right. Which, either way, wonderful. I love seeing names like Michelle McCool come out. Uh, Tori Wilson was a surprise. And I will tell you, I popped harder. For Vicky Guerrero,
0: than I think <laughs> I did for
1: Oscar. That was that was the funniest moment besides the Heath Slater elimination of Sheamus. That was that was the funniest moment of the entire Rumble is when that timer hit zero and you just hear that loud shrieking. Excuse me, and it just grates on you. Uh, but everybody in that arena went nuts.
0: Uh, I was I, I got pretty excited for Lita. Um, oh
1: yeah, I mean, what four Hall of Famers were in that Lita, Jacqueline. Trish, Beth Phoenix, incredible,
0: right? Incredible.
1: Right. They brought all these, all these names, all these pioneers of the women's division into this match to share in what the women have accomplished within professional wrestling.
0: Uh, it was amazing, and uh, it was they did a great service to women's wrestling the way they mm-hmm. put that together. I mean, there there weren't any huge botches that I saw. Obviously, <laughs> I mean, there was one, but <laughs> <laughs>
1: hashtag Kelly Kelly.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, Sasha Banks also had a pretty bad one. I don't know if you saw that one on the internet. Um, I may have missed it. She uh, she was, I can't remember what was happening, but she was supposed to be delivering kicks to Lita in the corner, and she very blatantly was just not kicking her. It was it was. Oh,
1: I did re- I did realize that as it was happening.
0: The phantom kicks, didn't, as they call. Yeah, them. It
1: didn't didn't take too much away, but I did see she was yeah very lightly. Around her, instead of yeah, the, actually going in.
0: Well, she wasn't looking at her either, so that didn't help. It's like <laughs> she was waiting for the tenth or the the countdown, and then she turned mm-hmm. and was still trying to kick. It's like ah, uh, come on. Uh, men have done it too. Mm-hmm. That's not you know.
1: Oh yeah, very important to know. That's just it's it's amazing we can look at that and say, man, there were only two right. bad moments within this entire rumble. Right. When there have been rumbles with far more.
0: Yeah, like w- when you run down to the ring and you tear both your quads. <laughs> <laughs> no offense great moment yeah uh so let's get to the women's elimination chamber here uh mm-hmm. alexa bliss bailey mandy rose mickey james sasha banks and sonia deville uh first of all i loved alexa bliss's promo when she called out Angle i was like oh so i have to defend my title and brock lesnar doesn't have to do anything i mm-hmm. thought that was fantastic uh, probably a little bit much with the sexism stuff because i you know obviously it's not that it's just Brock Lesnar probably doesn't have enough dates on his contract, uh, but I think I think Alexa has to retain here. I I don't know what I don't know. Like, it doesn't seem like they'd want to change the title to anyone else.
1: Yeah, I agree. Alexa's going to retain.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, uh oh, here we go. Hey, buddy, what's going on?
0: Let's get some guests on the podcast.
1: Yeah. I am talking to my friend Bruner 1.0. Who is who's that? He is a friend. He lives in Michigan, but we are talking. I'll be up in a little bit, okay? Yeah, he. I think he's very far away. And I haven't met him in a very long time. Ago. You think he's very far away, and you haven't met him yet? Yeah. You're right. You haven't. Why don't you go upstairs? I'll be down in a little bit, okay? Okay. No, Caleb, Caleb. Okay. I need I- you to listen. Go upstairs.
0: But I just we can
1: did cut it. all of this if we need to. No, I love Go. this. Uh, I, um, but I just had <laughs> my I know. Go upstairs. I'll be right back up, okay?
0: Oh, Daddy, look at
1: Yes, that is a nail that is in the wall. Go. <laughs> Go, buddy. Go. Can Shut can the me? door, please. Thank you. Yeah, I'll fix, yeah, I'll fix it later. <laughs> uh, that is my son Caleb he is just about four years old and he decided that he wanted to pop in to say hi
0: hey kids are going to add to the ratings of this overall <laughs> I guarantee it and I can plug the fact that at some point you'll hear a four-year-old talk to us that's amazing
1: yeah <laughs> uh, I am very far away <laughs> it is it is and that's sad because we would love to see you return to Buffalo
0: uh, I will here you go small plug ski I will be back in Buffalo for the uh, good old Nickel City Con we are talking to uh, a lot of different people, including the Young Bucks. Did you know the young, the young Bucks are coming to Nickel City Con?
1: I did know because you told me <laughs> on the, uh, one of your Facebook Live uh, little Q&As. You mentioned that the Young Bucks were coming. The and I was young super excited.
0: Bucks, super kick party, coming to Nickel City Con. I am stoked because I've never seen them wrestle, let alone met them mm-hmm. in person. I get to do both. so if, Well, I don't get to see them wrestle. Maybe I will. I need to find them. I mean, I know where they are, but I need to, I need to go to an event. Uh, Women's Royal, Royal Rumble? Uh, Elimination Chamber. Women's Elimination Chamber.
1: We got so far off track.
0: <laughs> Caleb threw me off, but I love it. It was a great, great little moment there. Uh, yeah, I'm Glad you like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Alexa Bliss, I think, is going to retain. They're doing something kind of interesting here where they've got Bailey and Sasha Banks, like, Kind of together. They've got Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville together, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then Mickey James and Alexa Bliss are now back together. It's going to be like mm-hmm. three tag teams facing off against one another.
1: Kind mm-hmm. of. I don't know. It's very weird. In a way. I like how they put Mickey James and Alexa Bliss back together. Um, I think that was a good move in regards to the fact that the other two have already kind of paired off. So Alexa's hedging her bets trying to make sure she has some sort of ally within the match.
0: I I I worry... Well, I don't know if I worry. So what's going to happen is everyone's going to screw each other over at one point.
1: <laughs> like That that's... is exactly. My yeah, it's you know at some point Sasha is going to try to pin Bailey. I think Bailey's going to turn it around uh, and end up being the one to take Sasha out of the match, uh, either with a Bailey to belly or a roll up at some point. Bailey might even be the one to turn to to get revenge for her Rumble elimination.
0: I would not mind seeing Bailey go, quote-unquote, heel. I think it won't happen because they love the kid stuff, the kid gimmick and how they can keep pushing that merch. Um, but I think you could ever be a, quote-unquote, bad guy. I, I say, quote-unquote, because I don't know if there are like true good or bad guys anymore. You just kind of cheer for who you like and who you don't like.
1: Yeah, um, it's rough. It, it's rough to, to pick who is a good guy and who is a bad guy. Right. How, would, how would you do that, though? Because Bailey as a heel just doesn't seem... Like it would work to me.
0: Well, I'm not saying she has to like do vindictive things and start taking chairs to people, but uh, if she if she pins her best friend, people are gonna some people are gonna boo her, and then yeah. little kids could be like, well, no, but she's just trying to win the match. So I mean, she's a bad guy for adults, and she's still Bailey for kids. She doesn't have to come out and like start cutting vile promos against Sasha Banks. She mm-hmm. goes, hey, listen, I had to do what was best for me. I had to go after you. I told you I could beat you. I it you know I I don't know if that makes her a bad guy per se like I said uh, but it's mm-hmm. it's that gray area where is she good or is she bad I mean she's just doing mm-hmm. what's best for her but people love Sasha Banks so you pin okay. her you're getting I don't know you're getting some heat um, and obviously yeah they, I feel that's not bad yeah I they they have this good competitive aura about them already. Uh, relationship I should say where they're just trying to beat each other and they've admitted like I can beat you and you can beat me and so on and so forth so Mm -hmm. just take it to the next level you know really get in her face or something start yelling at her I'm better than you and I approved it blah 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 I don't know Uh, yeah like I said I don't think it'll ever happen (laughs) because Mm -hmm. it's just uh, it's just not it's not Bailey's character like you said I don't think it would work as a true heel. But in,
1: in this gray area that is the PG era, I think you can make it happen. That's like trying to turn John Cena heel at this point. They, he's so over with kids, you can't make him heel because people would still cheer him. And if they did go full, where he becomes vile, vindictive, vindictive, and stops wearing his, you know, neon green, neon purple merchandise, then sales take a hit, and they don't want that to happen either. Right. So it's it's a bottom dollar thing with I would say with Bailey too because she is pretty successful with the chillins as they're called
0: well as triple h and i think john cena even said this is is john cena face is he your heel we i mean <laughs> he gets booed
1: john cena is john cena i'm not gonna lie to you i'm actually wearing a john cena shirt right now <laughs> i got it as a joke about six years ago and eventually just started wearing it because yes. i like how it
0: looks on me and you secretly love john cena
1: I like I like John Cena now. I am not ashamed to admit that he has finally come back around to the place where he can be liked for who he is. I like him too. <laughs> Probably because we've seen the other option of Reigns and thought, no, no, well, no, it, it's got to be Cena.
0: Is Roman Reigns is he a good or a bad guy? He's the guy. Nah, there you go. See, like that's yeah. He's not a good guy. He's not a bad guy. He's the guy. Uh, but at the same time, he gets booed mm-hmm. and he gets cheered. So, I mean, I, I feel like that's all WWE does with these characters is they're just, they are who they are and you get to pick now.
1: Eh. Yeah.
0: I mean, Alexa Bliss. Yeah, I would agree. Good or bad?
1: Definitely bad. Alexa Bliss is definitely bad. <laughs> uh, But, just, you know, <laughs> you've got another I would, visitor. I would say she is. He keeps popping down here. Kale, right. I need you to go upstairs. <laughs> I want you to stay there, okay? I'll be up in a little bit. I want you to stay upstairs. Yeah, I'm, I'm down here for a while. I'll come back up. Don't worry. Go, go, go. I just think you would stay down here for
0: forever.
1: I'm not going to stay down here forever, I promise. Please go back upstairs.
0: Maybe this is going to be a long long
1: call. Close the door and do not come back down. Oh, Thank but, you, buddy. But
0: maybe this is going to be a,
1: um, a long Close long the door and then I'll be right by, back up. Close gosh. it.
0: I promise he won't be down here forever. <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he loves me so much. Well, it must be nice to be loved. Quit bragging.
1: <laughs> no, he's a, he's a great quid. He's a he's a sweetheart, and he just likes to hang out and play with me when he can. So
0: well, clearly the worst human being of all time. Who would want to ever do that with you? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Apparently, your own son. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> shocking. All right, so let's get to the uh, men's elimination chamber before. Yeah, uh, I ruin your relationship with your kid. Uh, <laughs> <we've> got... <laughs> Men's
1: elimination chamber, groundbreaking first uh, seven man or seven entrant as you as you would say, uh, elimination chamber in history. I don't know if that means they will have five pods or start them off with three people and to I, start. But
0: I think they've already announced it's going to be three to start. Three um, to start. Yeah, three to start. So it'll be a triple threat match to start the match. And then there will still be four pods because they don't have time to recreate a whole new chamber. <laughs> um, I don't think this was their plan initially. I think this kind of came along with the uh, Jason Jordan injury. Um, I could be wrong. I don't know, but I think mm-hmm. that's kind of what happened. Jason Jordan got in. Jason Jordan got injured, and then they're like, "Well, crap! What do we do with Seth Rollins?" Well, yeah. let's we'll throw him in the main event.
1: <laughs> See Which is perfectly fine. That's where he belongs.
0: Oh, my gosh. All right. Sidetrack. Did you see? I'm assuming you saw Raw and his amazing performance in that Gauntlet match.
1: Yes. Oh, my gosh. The Gauntlet match? Record breaking Gauntlet match. It is the longest match in WWE, WWF, or WWWF history. I think it clocked in at 105 minutes along those lines. If you count it as one large match instead of seven individual matches.
0: Right. And uh, Seth Rollins, man, he put on a show. Uh, I don't think it'll mean He much. was
1: phenomenal. I, he, yeah. With with the pin on Reigns, which was surprising to me because I thought Reigns would go at least four people.
0: Right. I thought Reigns would at least carry the thing. He was the first one out.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and then Rollins and Cena was amazing too. They,
1: mm-hmm. went,
0: they went for another like 25, 30 minutes.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so we know that The Miz will start the match. And we know that Elias will end the match. Um, right. From there, I don't really know what's going to happen. <laughs> I mean, easy money is that Roman Reigns is going to win this thing. Because that's the rumor that's been there for, you know, about a year now. Uh, is Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. So, uh, I, I feel like they might swerve us. But I don't
1: know how or who. I'm I would nervous. think it's going to be Roman Reigns. Yeah, I. Yeah. I can't. Who who else could it be? They. Who else could it be? We're not going to see Cena, Lesnar. Cena's beyond the point where he is should be main eventing WrestleMania, right? Correct. Um, I think if you have individuals like Rollins, Balor, even Elias, they don't feel like real threats to Lesnar. Uh, Lesnar even had a match with Rollins one on one. When The Undertaker made his return, right. uh, I want to say 2015. Sounds right. Does that sound right? Yeah. Right. right. So when that happened, Lesnar just tossed him around. He beat him. And if Undertaker hadn't come back, Lesnar would have been champion again.
0: Right. Uh, it I could be Strowman, but I feel like we've done that three times now. And it's been a minute since we've seen Reigns-Lesnar.
1: So Yeah. Yeah, I would, I would agree. Um, I would also say that Strowman would make the most sense to me because of his character and who he is. He could come in, have four eliminations to, to take the, the champ, take the win, to move on to WrestleMania. Um, he, he's being booked as this dominant, dominant foe who nobody can really topple right now. I, and him versus Lesnar makes sense to me in a immovable object, you know, irresistible force type of deal. You know, plus they have some, you know, legit heat coming from the Rumble where they started stiffing each other. So, I mean, it's, it would make sense to me to do Strowman Lesnar. It's probably going to be Reigns.
0: Yeah. I, so they've pretty much kept apart Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar for three years now since WrestleMania 31. Um, I don't think they've touched. I could be wrong, but I don't think they've touched. Maybe in the Rumble last year, they were in.
1: They were in a Fatal Four Way match at not. I want to say Great Balls of Fire, but maybe it was the one after Great Balls of Fire, where it was Reigns, Lesnar, Samoa Joe, and Strowman.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, that was Summerslam, wasn't it? Was that Summerslam? Uh, yeah, because okay. it was. Uh, it, that's when Lesnar got taken to the back and then came back from the stretcher, right?
1: Yes. Okay. Yep. That all sounds correct to me.
0: Okay. And then it was the one after that, like uh, payback or night of champions or some crap, where they did Strowman and Lesnar, and then it just didn't.
1: <clears work. throat> yeah. Uh, right. And that's another problem. and Lesnar already happened. Stroman lost. So. Yeah.
0: And I they keep making it sound like he's undefeated and like he's it, impossible to beat, but he got he got beat.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
0: that was Lesnar, Roman Reigns, Smojo, Braun Strowman, SummerSlam, 20-minute match.
1: Okay. Got it.
0: Yeah, so it's just, uh, I, I, it's going to be Reigns, and I'm going to be mad, and I don't want to be mad, <laughs> so I'm trying to think of other ways they can make this happen.
1: They love their Roman Reigns, and fun fact about the Royal Rumble with, with Roman Reigns, he has been in every Royal Rumble since 2014, so that's five of them. He has been in the final three in each one of those Rumbles, so he as of now, is one of the most successful Royal Rumblers in history.
0: And he's By won. always
1: being within the final three. Yeah, he's won one. Uh, he has been the runner-up three times, which is also a record. And he has uh, placed third in 2016 when he came in at number one and then Triple H eliminated him.
0: Ah, right. That was the one where he was sleeping.
1: <laughs> right, exactly. Where the, he couldn't take the entire match, so they said, all right, we'll bring you to the back and we'll protect you, and then you'll come back at 29, uh, eliminate some people. I,
0: I I, mean, I get it to some extent because I'm sure when I was a kid, I loved Roman Reigns, like that character. I loved right. John Cena. Stone Cold did this same stuff. I know it's mm-hmm. blasphemous to say that right now considering who Stone Cold is, but Stone Cold pulled out these same miraculous feats that no one else should be able to do. But he did it in such like a badass way that people weren't taking it as always oh, super stone cold that you know, he's just right. He beats the crap out of people at Stone Cold, so it works out. And the
1: big difference between the two that you mentioned, Stone Cold and Cena, and Roman Reigns, is mic work. Yeah. John Cena knows how to work a mic, he knows how to work a crowd, he's completely comfortable standing in front of ten thousand people and just having fun with them. Stone Cold was one of the best ever. When he got on that microphone, because he knew his character, he knew he could say whatever he needed to, to get that crowd riled up or on his side. All he had to do was say what, and the crowd went nuts. And Roman Reigns can't make that connection, either because they're scripting his promos and he's not able to go on his own, or because he just doesn't feel a connection to the character that he's portraying.
0: The best promo that Roman Reigns has ever done is when he stood in the ring and didn't do anything for 10 minutes
1: after Oh, with Cena?
0: Oh, well that and the one with Well, that was... promo with Cena was really good. That's the one time I will give Roman Reigns credit cuz I don't mm-hmm. think anyone I don't think anyone wrote that for him. He was I think Cena pissed him off and he finally just spoke from his heart. Yeah, um... exactly.
1: And that's when it was good. And it was also one of those once in a while promos where they pulled back the curtain just a little bit. So you knew that they were talking about some backstage behind the scenes issues that Roman Reigns has been having and kind of, you know, blurring that line between, wait, is this scripted? Is this shoot? What's going on? Right. But I believe what you're referencing now is when he came out after he beat the undertaker and just Correct. stood there and just soaked in the booze.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's what that's. And then he, he looked down at the palm of his hand. He goes, I've got him in the palm of my hands. Like, yeah, now you're getting it, man. Like, Sometimes you don't have to say anything and you're just as good. And sometimes you got to mm-hmm. get super pissed off and like, you know, just call scene out for mm-hmm. his baloney and you're good. Uh,
1: Roman Reigns is a character that needs to go heel in order to make the turnabout and become the face of the company. And I, I, he, he still could do that. He still can be their number one guy, but not in the way that they're pushing him because they can't just say he's our number one guy and have everybody go, oh, okay, they have to, <laughs> They have to openly work and, you know, get the angles and get the storylines to make people want to cheer him. And by putting him as a heel, uh, eventually they're going to start cheering him again.
0: And I think, unfortunately, that they've determined that he kind of is a heel. Like Mm -hmm. Triple H has said these in countless interviews how they they work in a world of gray and they don't really Mm -hmm. have good guys or bad guys. They strictly pick the person. And they push them how they want to push them. And it's up to the crowd to determine which way he goes. And they hear boos, but then they also hear, you know, 10,000 screaming kids who are like, yay, Roman Reigns. And, you know, women as well, because women love Roman Reigns. Um, well, yeah, look at him. <laughs> right. I mean, he's, he's, a, he's a gorgeous human being. Women think he's amazing. I get mm-hmm. it. Uh, hashtag jealous, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Roman Reigns is a model, and I'm not. I'm 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 okay. Uh, Well, isn't
1: that why that cosplayer went out with you? Because you're a gorgeous human being?
0: She didn't go out with me. Oh, yeah, that's right. So I don't know if you were following the Geekiverse at this point, but I'll tell the story since it was on this day, or it was yesterday at least. Uh, So Ashley Dew is a cosplayer, as you said, and uh, Josiah was bragging about getting a picture with her at some Comic-Con event. And I was like, wow, she's gorgeous. Uh, I'm going to try and date her as a joke. And then we created this whole social media push for me to get 100 likes or retweets on something about that video that I made uh, on the Geekiverse YouTube channel. Be sure to go to the YouTube.com Geekiverse and check out all of our stuff. Uh, and Another
1: I, seamless plug.
0: <laughs> thank you. Well done. You didn't even notice. Uh, I got exactly like 10. I got exactly like 10. Good, good English. I think I got about 10 retweets and Ashley Dew herself called me out. And said, you're not even asking me on a date. You're legitimately just asking for retweets. And I go, oh, ouch. Good call, Ashley Do I am strictly asking for retweets. I wow. probably should have just straight up asked you out on a date instead of being such a weirdo. Uh, so that's what happened. <laughs> and uh, she hasn't spoken to me since. Well, it is better to have love and lost. <laughs> uh, I guess. I don't know. It was it was interesting. Uh, I got called out by a cosplayer on Twitter. That's what happened. So there you go, kids. Just be a man and ask a person out on a date. Or just be a woman and ask a person out on a date. It's not a big deal. Just
1: do it. Oh, man. We better have another story after this because if we end on a downer like that, that's, <laughs>
0: that'd be so, really depressing. So we can bring it back to wrestling here. I, uh, I recently went to a concert, as in recently, as of uh, three days ago. And it was A Day to Remember, it was uh, Falling in Reverse, and the very old-school band Papa Roach. Now, <laughs> yes, I've never seen, never seen Papa Roach, and I've always wanted to see them because I know at least two of their songs. Uh, Holy moly. Right, Last Resort, and uh, what's the other one that I just forgot? <laughs>
1: Oh, good. You know two songs except for one of them. <laughs> Perfect.
0: <laughs> uh, Pop Roach. I'm Googling him now because I can't think of the second song. Uh, it's so bad. What
1: is the second I, song? I couldn't tell oh, you. Oh, Scars. Yeah, uh, scars. Music.
0: I tear my heart open. Blah, blah, blah. I wish my whatever. Same thing. Anyway, so Pop Roach. I thought I knew two songs. This is where the story is going to go. I thought I only knew two songs. Mm-hmm. And then they played a little song called To Be Loved, which is a uh, uh, used to be at least the raw intro song for like six years. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that's like, I just want to be, want to be loved. Uh, Perfect, yes.
1: So, yeah, as
0: soon as that hit, I started singing it. My friends are like, How do you know this song? You weirdo, like, guys, come on, Monday Night Raw for like six years in the late 2000s. What are you doing? Come on. That, yeah. That was my
1: formative wrestling years was around 2004. Yeah. 2005. That's when it started. That, uh, that, that's when that was the theme song for Raw.
0: I think when uh, Cena first came to Raw, I think that's kind of when I remember that era is it was straight <laughs> up to be loved for at least three, four years, I want to say. So <laughs> I, I started rocking out and I was like, I know all these words. Awesome. And then they played another song which I didn't realize I knew until I, I started listening to it and I started rocking out. That's because it's the new song for Monday Night Raw right now. It's called Born <laughs> for Greatness. Born for Greatness uh, became the new theme song for Raw uh, last month in January. Man,
1: Vince loves himself some Papa Roach.
0: So I'm sitting there rocking out to Papa Roach, not, realize, not realizing I knew all of these freaking songs. And my friends think I'm a weirdo because of how much I enjoy Monday Night Raw. Well,
1: they didn't think you were the coolest uh, I for think rocking out to Papa Roach because of Monday Night Raw?
0: Let's just say the crowd at this uh, concert was very strange. It was a weird mix of, like, uh, country folk because of where the concert took place. <laughs> which, I, whatever, come out, enjoy it, I get it. But, like, I did not expect to see country folk at a metal concert. Yeah, that's... It was a little strange. It doesn't
1: seem like it's a good fit.
0: Like, there was some weird camo that I I didn't expect to see camo at all at these kind of concerts. I expected a lot of eyeliner, but not camo. Um, and I saw some people wearing, like, vests, but
1: no shirts. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you, no, here's the thing. Are you talking about, like... Like flak jacket vests, like the Roman Reign vest. Or Are you talking about like dress shirts, like mm. black velvety vests? Mm.
0: Not dress shirts, no. Um, but not flak jackets either. Uh, it was uh, it was kind of like a vest you'd wear to be warm. If that makes
1: sense, it was like a fleece. Okay, like a okay.
0: Yeah, and th- but he was not wearing a shirt underneath. <laughs> Wow. Uh, so, th- yeah, that was the crowd I was rocking out with uh, for Papa Roach and A Day to Remember. And then I realized I knew a lot more Papa Roach songs than I ever thought because of wrestling.
1: Just one more thing you can thank wrestling for.
0: Uh, yeah. So, I mean, don't be afraid to ask out your Twitter crushes and then go rock out to Papa Roach because they have a lot of wrestling themes. There- there's your stories for the day, kids. Uh, I don't know why we went down either of those paths, but there you who go. Who
1: knows? Who knows how we even got there, but man, we this has been a, a podcast chock full of surprises. Yeah, we've had kids that we didn't expect to pop
0: up. We've had uh, cosplayers who rejected me countless times, and then we had
1: Papa Roach. Uh, once. They rejected you once.
0: Yeah, she, she won't talk to me again. We should
1: try it. Definitively. And- definitively rejected you.
0: You know what? Here we go. I'm going to get on our YouTube. I'm doing this live to tape. <laughs> This makes no sense. I'm going to get that video and I'm going to put it back on Twitter and see what happens because
1: I am a Good man luck. of the people. You don't you don't want to change it at all so you're not digging for retreats instead of actually looking for a date? Uh,
0: nah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, cool. cool. I'm glad you learned nothing in uh, the past year.
0: <laughs> you should know me by now. I'm a complete moron. I, I have no hope for anything.
1: It's ah, you're lovable though. Am I?
0: Am I? I think so. All right. I've enjoyed our conversations. Uh, well, yeah, met me in person. <laughs> That's true. You just wait. You got to come out to Nickel CityCon now. Like, it's got to be a thing.
1: Oh, absolutely. I will make sure to be there. I will go to see Jason David Frank just to watch you moderate that um, that panel, and then I will definitely go see the Young Bucks, hang out at the Geekiverse table, and so on.
0: I'm so excited for Jason David Frank. So, I recently looked up his MMA record. Undefeated. Dude's a badass. Of course he is. Dude's a badass.
1: We well, started playing his flute knife, and then nobody had a chance.
0: <laughs> I freaking love that knife. Uh, or whatever it was called. A sword. Oh, What
1: a weird, what a weird prop.
0: Oh, it's ridiculous. I'm going to play my sword? Are you kidding me? Who do you think you are? Ocarina <laughs> of Time? <laughs>
1: uh. But even that, it's a separate ocarina. It's not attached to the Master Sword, you know? Yeah, good point. We went full geek right there, but good point. Yeah, we're trying to bring everything in.
0: (laughs) We are trying very hard. All right, I am sending this tweet out right now. I asked at Ashley Dew out on
1: a date 52 weeks ago. Uh, For all the listeners out there, if you are looking to follow someone on Twitter, uh, you can always follow me as well, Small's 4 Again, I'm not too active, but Kevin Owens is, so always take a look at Kevin Owens <laughs> and what he's doing.
0: I'm not active, but Kevin
1: Owens is. Mm-hmm. And of course, the Geekyverse is on Twitter, it is on Facebook, it is on YouTube, follow on all the social media.
0: And be sure to follow me on Twitter, because I tweet things like, hey, Ashley, do. I asked you out on a date, and it didn't work. So here you go. Uh, I'm at Austin a J. Or? Austin oh, J. Brewer. Okay. There you go. Take me a minute. Give me some time. It's my first video. All, right. all right. Uh, anything else you want to plug? I'm gonna let you get back to your kid
1: here. Uh, no, Victory One Wrestling, of course. Uh, the YouTube page, the Facebook page. Uh, we're looking to have an event coming up in March, so uh, be on the lookout for that.
0: When in March? Let's get the deets. I need to come out to this. We don't have a date set yet. I You're can't. The
1: worst. I, I wish I could give you something <laughs> solid, but we're we're looking to do one in March. Um, once I have a date and time, I'll be sure to tweet it out directly to Austin J. Bruner.
0: There you go. I was going to say, I, call, I called you out on this. I put it on a tee, and you didn't knock it out of the park. You missed.
1: Yeah, sorry. That's all right. Well, I was well... never good at tee ball. <laughs>
0: that's right. Neither was I. Uh, all right, so we've got Victory One Wrestling. Shout out to Caleb for making a guest appearance. That was awesome. You are the Heck real yeah. MVP. Um, and that's all I got. Anything else, man? No.
1: No, I'm just looking forward to the chamber.
0: All right man we'll uh, we'll be sure to talk to you after the chamber and then we'll uh, we'll look forward to Fastline
1: All right absolutely All right take it easy